take me under. What it do, what it do, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening BTSC 365 podcast right back at you Another day above ground is another blessed day, you feel me, you dig Happy MLK Day, Martin Luther King Jr. Today's the day we celebrate the life, the legacy, the man of the hour Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Agree or disagree with some of his views or some of his past or whatever, you know, a lot of a lot of us today are too focused on the negative instead of the positive. So I say today, be positive, be mindful, be happy, be be refreshed, be be encouraged. You feel me? Be encouraged. That's that's what I say today. Be encouraged. Have a have a mind of encouragement, of achievement, of of being able to be great, going above and beyond for your for your fellow man. A lot of us don't believe it, but we are responsible for each other and for one another. So today, be kind. Try to practice being kind to your fellow man. You know, I, I'm I'm not for the turn the other cheek per se all the way. I am a by any means necessary type of person. But hey, just today, try to love a little. I just got done myself doing some community service work today. So hey, I'm telling you. It feels good to get out there and actually do some work for somebody, you know, that's not necessarily benefiting you directly. But, you know, enough with all that. We know what yesterday was in the sports world. It was time to put up a shut up for a lot of football fans. And, uh, well, somebody put up and somebody shut up. The Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers played in a hell of a game yesterday, but Somebody has to lose and somebody has to win. And unfortunately for the Dallas Cowboys and their fans, they had to be the ones who took the loss. It was the best playoff game of this postseason. The score was 34-31, and the game was literally a tale of two halves. The first half belonged to the Packers um, as they jumped out to a big 21-3 lead early. And for about five minutes... Five minutes, maybe, real life, maybe five to ten minutes. Uh, there were some people out there saying they need number nine in the game. But uh, the Cowboys were answered with ten points to finish the half strong. So at this point, it's 21-3 to three at half. But Aaron Rodgers and company comes out, and they score a touchdown to start the third quarter, jumped it up to 28-13. Now, this is when it gets interesting because the Cowboys don't score in the third quarter. But, oh, in the fourth quarter, they went on a little streak. It was 15 unanswered points for the Cowboys. And then that's when the chatter for number nine, it, it was over with for that. Now, let's get to the real ingredients for how the Cowboys lost. And I'm not a Cowboys fan nor an advocate, but the officiating yesterday was uh, mm, questionable. Uh, so there was a pass interference call against Dallas late in the fourth that I'm sorry. I just didn't see it. I just did not see that pass interference. I, I didn't see it. On the replay, I'm looking, I'm like, you know, that's not a call you make. In the playoffs, in the fourth quarter, you just don't make that call. Maybe it was defensive holding, which would have been a five-yard penalty, but it was passing the fields, 15 yards, automatic first down. Come on, man. Like, you mean to tell me you make that call right now against the home team? 
in the fourth quarter, when you see the replay, it's like, man, there's not, there's no way that that's pass interference. Couple that with Aaron Rodgers having 42 seconds and two timeouts, eh, that's whipping up a recipe for a loss. I don't care what you think about the Green Bay Packers, but number 12 is a damn good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, number 12 for the Green Bay Packers, that boy there, he good. And right now, he hot. And that Dallas Cowboy defense just, it, it just wasn't enough. You know, it, no pass rush. He had all day to just make decisions. It, he made them look foolish. Just made them look foolish. The only good thing that came out of this loss for Dallas, if there is a good thing, is that, okay, you, you see what the future can look like. You, you know what you can look like next season. But that defense, you got to draft a corner. You need some corners that can cover and you need a pass rush. Now, last year they had, you know, Greg Hardy, not on the team, not in the league, because he's a woman beater. Uh, Randy Gregory, who they drafted out of Nebraska, didn't play this year, going to be suspended some more because he keep getting high and fell in drug tests. So they got to do something about that. And then, for what reason did they spike that ball on first down I didn't get that. On the Cowboys last year, they spiked the ball. I don't know. All I know is you don't leave Aaron Rodgers 42 seconds. Give him 20, but 42 seconds is just way too long for number 12. It's just too long. So, look, Cowboys fan, Cowboys nation, whatever, look, it's over with. You had a good run. It was a great run, 14-2 and or 13-3 and or whatever it was. You had a home playoff game. You lost again. Next year, I'm sure it may be a different story. But for now, you got to deal with this one. You just got to eat that, take it, and keep it pushing. But at least you know, if you got a defense that can step up, you got a chance to make some, some noise next season. But, hey, hats off to them. Congratulations. Great season. Nothing to hang your head about. You just ran into a hot Aaron Rodgers. And now, next week is is going to be – you know, the, the, the game for the MVP because Aaron Rodgers takes that offense in a dome down to Atlanta to play a hot Falcons offense too. And everybody knows that Kyle Shanahan is auditioning for his next head coaching position, San Francisco 49ers, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? So everybody knows Matt Ryan is playing for an MVP. And the Falcons do have the top sacker in the league this year with Vic Beasley. So he may not have that much time. Depending on how this offensive line can hold up, he's not going to have the time that he had yesterday and the time he had against the Giants, too. It's just not going to happen. In the night game last night, we saw the Pittsburgh Steelers win 18-16 to against Kansas City at Arrowhead. Now check this out. Pittsburgh scored six field goals. Six field goals, not even a touchdown, and they beat Kansas City. I'm sorry. Look, Alex Smith is a quarterback that's not going to threaten anybody's defense. He's not going to get you that signature win. He's not going to put up numbers and, and do that for you. So Kansas City, with the defense that you have, look, you got a, you got an Andy Reid coach team 
I, I love Andy Reid as a coach, whatever, but look, man, his offense needs somebody who's going to actually put the ball out there. Now, he didn't go to but one Super Bowl in Philly, but he made it to a bunch of NFC Championship games, five to be exact. And he did it with a quarterback that could actually throw the ball down the field consistently with Donovan McNabb. So, Kansas City, look, Alex Smith, you're a good quarterback, you're serviceable, you're a starter, but you're not. I repeat, not going to win any games with the arm that he has. He's just not going to do it. Savion Bell put up 170 rushing yards on the Kansas City defense. Last week he had 167. This week he dropped 170. I'm telling you, just like I tell everybody else, that boy there, the best running back in the NFL, hands down. He missed four games, and he still went over 1,000 yards. Come on, y'all, quit playing. Out of the backfield, running, catching, all of that. He does it all, breaking tackles, elusive. He He's a total package, total package. You put the Cowboys' offensive line up there, and the Steelers' offensive line run blocking ain't the worst. Shit, you put him behind that offensive line in Dallas, the boy going to have 2,000 rush yards, guaranteed. So now Pittsburgh travels to New England. It's going to be another classic, I'm sure, up in New England. You got Brady, you got Big Ben, you got Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Belichick coaching against Tomlin. Who's going to prevail? Now, New England, their defense has stepped up a lot in the last few games, but this Pittsburgh offense can go. Jesse James at tight end. I don't know what it is about Pittsburgh, but they get rid of one big white tight end and Heath Miller. Shoot, they got Jesse James who come in unexpectedly because Ladarius Green, he can't stay on the field. So, hey, we're going to plug in Jesse James. And this big boy, all he's doing is catching the ball and, and breaking tackles and dragging players all the time. I'm telling you, watch out for him. I'll give my predictions on the game later this week at a, on another show. But for those of you listening, I appreciate you. Uh, please feel free. Go to YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube page. That's Big Talk Sports and Entertainment. Go to my Facebook official page. That's Big Talk Sports and Entertainment. That's two G's. You feel me? And also, get at me on IG, Twitter, BTSE underscore 365. You'll catch a lot of exclusive videos, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. You can keep up with me. I Like I said, I did some volunteer work today, photos from that events that I attend and things of that nature. You can always get access to me on there. And in NBA news, look, Russell Westbrook just had his 20th triple-double this season. 20th this season. 36 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists with four steals as well. And James Harden wasn't to be outdone on the night because guess what? He had a triple-double too. 22 points, 10 assists, excuse me, 22 points, 11 assists, and 11 rebounds. But he did have seven turnovers just like Russell Westbrook did as well. This whole MVP talk is is, is really boiling down to who do you think wants it more? Which team is going to have a better record? And the Rockets have a better record at the moment, but I'm telling you right now, Russell Westbrook is different. That boy there, he different. And speaking of different, the Knicks have a whole different type of situation. Well, actually, it's not different for them because they, they used to losing right about now. And the whole trade rumors of Melo 
have started actually making him speak out more about these trade rumors. He pretty much said, look, if the Knicks think they're a better team without me, then that's a discussion for management. You know, if Phil Jackson thinks he's not, you know, needed there, if he thinks Melo needs to be somewhere else, then that's a conversation that they need to have. I'm for Melo being traded last year, hell. He need to be gone. Get yourself out of that situation. We all know you're not going to lead a team offensively and defensively with your play. That's cool. That's cool. I've been, look, I accepted it from Melo five, six years ago. Not, that's just not what he does. That's not what his game is, which is cool. That's why I say today, you trade him. And if I'm Melo, I'm only waving my no trade clause if you're trading me to the Clippers. I say the Clippers they're the perfect, it's the perfect setup for him. They need a small forward in the worst way. He's a huge upgrade from who? Paul Pierce, Luke Bahamute, and whoever else they got. Like, come on, bro. Like, Melo in LA for the Clippers, Doc Rivers as his coach. Man, hey, that can work. That can work right there. That that right there, that's money. That's money. Melo don't have to be the leader. He all he got to do is go out and put up buckets, 25 points. Go go give me 25, Melo. That's all I need, 25 points, eight rebounds. Go do that. Make some threes, you know what I'm saying, defend a little bit. You'll be all right over there. You don't, Nobody's looking to you to be that guy anymore. Perfect situation for him and for a franchise that's hungry to get over that hump. And this is a year where I think, yeah, Golden State may have the best record in the West, but come playoff time, who knows what might happen. Can Steph Curry stay healthy during the playoffs? Hmm, I don't know. Last year, his knees, ankles, whatever. We all know Steph does have baby ankles. And if you got baby ankles and you got to wear, you know, the ankle braces and things like that, I don't know. You know, it could go either way. That's why he don't dunk in the game. With today being MLK Day, um, of course, that's a big day in the NBA right now. The Knicks and Hawks are playing on NBA TV. The Knicks are up 16-13. to 13. Another afternoon game will be the Wizards going to D.C. They're playing the Wizards. You got the 76ers and Bucks playing later this afternoon. The Pelicans and Pacers. The Magic and Nuggets. The Hornets and Celtics later on this evening. Then tonight's games, the ones that everybody wants to see. The Cavs travel to Oakland to play Golden State. That's at 7 o'clock Central Time on TNT. And then the Thunder play the Clippers tonight. That's the night game on TNT as well. That's all I have for you, my good people. Once again, it's always about love. And the quote of the day today will come from none other than the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep it moving forward. Don't nobody want a nigga have a shit. If I rule the world and everything in it, sky's the limit. I push the Q45 infinity. It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony. Strictly living longevity to the destiny. I thought I'd never see, but reality struck. Better find out before your time's out. What the fuck? If I rule the world, imagine that. I free If I rule the world, still living for today in these last days and times. If I
For today, in these last days of time If I 